Have I done anything weird? Today? Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. We're back from vacation. We are. If you've been following along or have listened to the last couple of episodes, we've been on vacation. We're from Indiana, so we drove out to Wyoming, piled around out there, and then came back. Went to South Dakota as well. Yeah. Well, we went out there through, well, we drove through Illinois, but we camped in Iowa. We camped in Nebraska. We stayed at two different places, no, three different places, Wyoming. Yep. We stayed in Southeast Wyoming. Then we stayed at the Grand Tetons. Then we stayed at Yellowstone, just outside of them. Yeah, Yeah, we we weren't in the parks. It was amazing. So glad to be back. We are from northern Indiana, complete flatlanders, (laughs) not to be confused with flat earthers. That's another conversation. No, but we are total (laughs) flatlanders. So for us to see the Tetons and all that was like amazing. So that's like a big deal. If you're not familiar with northern Indiana, like Indiana, it's a big, long state. It was covered by three different glaciers. So the southern part of the state is pretty hilly and it's pretty. It's like... Tennessee, Kentucky looks like that. And then like the middle part of the state is like, I would say some rolling hills. Northern part, we don't have topography here. Mm-hmm. If you look up at a topo map, like a topography map, no, they're just it's pretty flat. flat yeah. It's just flat. Yeah. So it was pretty cool for us Flatlanders. Yeah, it was awesome to see. We got like to the hills part and like, oh, those are huge. And then, then we got to the mountains. Then we got to the mountains. Oh, we're like, huge. no, this is huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it was, it was an awesome trip. I can't wait to go back. And yes. Go visit the places we didn't get a chance to see because it's just so massive. Yellowstone whooped our butts. It's huge. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's just huge is the only thing I have to say. There was a lot of time. Like, even in the park, you can drive for, like, two hours and still be in the park. It's so amazing. if you plan on ever going, which we do recommend, plan on spending some time driving. It's just more than what we expected. I even was prepared. People told me it was a lot of driving, and it still kicked my butt. So, anyway, it was awesome. <laughs> we will definitely go back. And we're actually still in our camper right now. <laughs> if you were watching this on YouTube, you yeah, might see. see we have a different setup here because we, of course, came home and decided to redo the hardwood floors yeah, in our house because yeah. we're like, why not? We've been on for vacation for three weeks. Let's tear apart the house. So, yeah, so literally everything is in our back room. We started sanding and staining and yeah, hollied the. It's been like four days. So, I mean, now we're living in it. We just, <laughs> we live in it and it, neighbors haven't said anything so far. Mm. It's a little hot in here because we can't run the air conditioning because we trip the breakers in the house. So, it's only like 90% humid and we're living in a camper in the driveway it's totally fine <laughs> we are fine so anyway on today's today's topic so like i said we just got back and my dad called me the other day and for those who don't know he started yeah let's we should maybe yeah. like recap a yeah. little bit um if you haven't listened to our podcast or heard our spiel we are second gen landscapers worked in scott's family business yeah so we no longer work there we go there help out some but we know yeah we've my focused on million dollar landscaper here for the past like three years 
And so we haven't been there full time in a number yeah. of years, but obviously you still help out because yeah. is a family business like being in like the mob or something? I don't think you can like totally get out. You can't get out. I don't he, think you can get out. Yeah. So <laughs> anyhow, he, uh, you know, he's still doing the business and uh, he called me up because he's having some, not the major, but some minor health issues and he's going to be out for surgery for a while. And uh, he's telling me about the mowing crew and how the maintenance crew, how they're not doing the things that they're supposed to. They're not, you know, taking a long time getting out of the shop in the morning and this and that. So I started asking him, you know, okay, well, we set what? procedures and systems for this long time ago. What's going on? You know, well, we've kind of let some things go. The new guys haven't been introduced to them. All right. So this <laughs> is like, you know, this is why we came up with these system procedures. And, and if you hear our podcast, we preach system procedures because it made a huge change in our business. Well, and what got me is especially is like the whole morning routine is like one of the uh, first things we did that really saved us a lot yeah. of money. So then the year that he did kind of backslide on that a little bit, yeah. it's just like, oh, stake to the heart. Yeah. And well, he said, well, I got comfortable because we added another crew this year. The one crew has been fine and has, you know, knows how to do things. And then the new crew hasn't been doing it. And they've been kind of, I guess, rubbing off on the other crew. And so anyhow, the moral of the story is it just things have kind of slipped. So I had to go back. Because we had it set up. And so it was good for a while. Yeah. And so, like you said, the moral of the story is you kind of have to stay up on it. And yeah. it stinks. Because it's hard because we know you get busy because I know I don't think he did. I, I know he didn't do it intentionally. No. It's just it's like literally everybody yeah. else in this world. You get busy. Yeah. So basically what's going to happen now is I'm going to go in there. It'll be a Thursday that I'm going to go in there and I might have a meeting with everybody. So we're basically going to go over the standard procedures in the morning, you know, our end of day procedures, beginning of the procedures. The reason why we're telling this, because like Kitty said, we, you have to keep up on these things. You can't like hire a whole new crew yeah. and yeah. expect the other crew to train them if you don't, A, tell them to, like yeah. if that's not their job. Yeah. They're not just going to automatically show up and be like, oh, this is how things are run here. I guess I'll do it. Because another key, I think, factor is people on this crew have worked a lot of other places. Well, this is it, too. The, the other new crew yeah. has come and, and, from what I've been told today, has worked at multiple different landscape companies. So they bring They bring years experience. of experience with them, but they also bring years of bad habits. Yes, and they're not used to that. One of the things they started questioning is, why do we have to clock in and clock out every single job? Well, it's part of job costing. That's how so. we time track, yeah. So well, They were giving guff to your mom. Sorry, I'm yeah. still a little worked up about it. Yeah. I don't like anyone that sasses off to your mother. Yeah. This is one thing you have to do when you have these people, when you start doing these procedures, you can't just go throw everything at them. That will overwhelm them, yeah. probably make them mad. They yeah. might get a little defensive and yeah. they're not going to do it. You've got to start small and then habit yeah. stack on top of that. So we're going to basically go in there and we're going to kind of go over, you know, what's the company's, you know, missions, what's the values of the company and just kind of get back to the basics. And then we're going to just institute two different procedures for the new teams. And we're going to go over this with everybody, but for the people that are brand new, we're going to go over our morning procedures and we're going to go over the end of the day procedure. And that's all I'm going to do right now. Give that a week. And then next week, we're going to start going over more and more things. And this is all part of like, this should have been done through the onboarding process. It wasn't. Um, my dad made a quick hire because he needed more people and just didn't have time to do it because he was doing with other aspects of the business. And it just kind of fell through the cracks. And now he's kind of paying for it. So even the best of us kind of let things go. Seasoned just, vets. The yeah. guy's been in business since the late 80s. Yeah, so, so he knows better. Yeah. I try to have a little grace with people and be yeah. understanding. Yeah. We realized it was a tough year to hire people well, to begin with. And so he was probably just happy he could hire a second yeah. crew. I'm not sure how he found these guys, but you know, they had experience, so he took them up and, they, you know, they're doing all right. And they started out great in the morning and then just kind of fell through. So we're just going to kind of go back. And like I said, we're not going to be playing I think things. their actual performance is okay, from my understanding. Like uh, No, there's some issues oh, there. Oh, okay. Uh, some I issues. misunderstand. 
So we, we've got a lot to kind of work through because there's no onboarding with these people at all. So they just don't know our way of doing things, our expectations of them, of the jobs and what's supposed to be done. Just for example, you know, they got told to trim weeds and they trimmed them. Now, granted, these weeds were like a foot tall. They just left the clippings there. They did not pick it up. And so they our, could have worked somewhere else where, oh, if they were just told that, oh, they left yeah. them. But it, uh, with our company, that's not how that yeah, works. You pick it up, clean it up. It, like the residential customers we had, these are higher end homes and they had to be taken care of. And of course, the customer called and complained. And our uh, one guy went out there to check on it and found this and he showed me the picture. So this is just not acceptable. Of course, they went back and had to pick it up. But this, this is, is something that all never, something that could have been yeah. avoided. Number one, had instructions been clearly mm-hmm. given to them in the first place. Yeah. Number two, even if the instructions weren't clear, if they knew our company culture, if they knew how we did things, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, man, we can't ever leave yeah. this. So it, there's a multitude of things, I think, yeah. at play there. And, you know, so my dad kind of got a little defensive. It's, oh, it's the guys, it's the crews. Well, so we started digging in. Okay, did you do this? No. Well, did you do that? No. Okay, well, you know, not to point fingers, but it's it's on you, Dad. Now it's on the company. Well, the things that we had in place years ago aren't, I mean, it held on for a number of years. But yeah, but as turnover and just time goes on, you just, you have to keep up on it as you hire new people. And people's memories just get short sometimes. You just have to just kind of refresh. So we're going to go in there and get it straightened up. It's going to be probably a little hard sometimes, you know, have to do There might be change. some resistance. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's just going to be the way the, you know, our policies are, and this is how it's going to be run. And I'm sorry if that's not what you feel, this is not going to. Well, and you're not going to go in there like a jerk about no. it, but no. it's like, this is, you, you have to, well, you know this, you as an owner, or um, even if you're just a foreman or whoever's doing it, you have to have a little thick skin mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, they might like you mm-hmm. behind their backs or whatever, but it's like, mm, well, yeah. sorry, you know, yeah. this is just how it's going to be. If well, you're going to be employed here, this is how this is going to go. Everything we always say, you have to find the win in it for them. Mm-hmm. This is key. Any of the procedures you make, you have to find the win for those people because the crews don't care so much about your business. They don't no. care about it. I mean, they do some but they care about themselves and how it's going to benefit them. So we have to stress to them how doing a job well out on the customer's property can transpire to more work, which can mean more profits can be made. And we have to go back and clean up weeds that were just trimmed down. That's caused us to go back and that loses profits on the job. Well, this ties us back into the job costing because they were kind of balking at your mom a little bit about why they have to clock in and out of every job. Well, that ties back to job costing. And so this all ties together. And so the win for them is, you know what, if we consistently come in at or below a budgeted hours for these jobs, then we can give you guys a raise. We can give you a bonus. But if we're continually going over time or having to go back to clean up weeds, that all makes us go over time. Then we can't give you a raise or a bonus. So they don't care about our job costing. They don't care about that. But you have to tie that the win for them is, well, that's how we decide on raises and bonuses. Yeah, it's all one big <laughs> cycle. It all ties together. It does. And we just want to stress to everybody that, you know, I know you're busy, you're tired, you've been working your butts off. You have to still keep on these things and, and you know, hold the team accountable and stick to your guns with these system procedures and just keep moving forward. And if you've got a little slacky, look, I mean, it's yeah. July and we're starting over. So it's not too late. You can start it in the yeah. middle of the season. Maybe like Scott said, start with two. Yep. Start with a morning routine and an evening routine. Yep. And Go from well, there or whatever I, or whatever's pertinent to your business. Yeah. yeah. And I know we actually have one of our academy members right now. He was having some issues and I'm going to try to get hold of him this week uh, with his team. Like he was, I believe, at the point of just getting rid of his whole entire team. I'm going to contact him and try to figure out what's going we gotta on. we got to get to the root of the problem. That. It could perhaps be the team. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I don't know the circumstances, the but yeah. 
could be like this, you know, the system procedures weren't followed through and, you know, the onboarding wasn't all completed well, and they don't know what's expected. Even I don't know, but your dad is real quick to just point fingers at oh, other yeah. people real quick to point at everybody oh, yeah. else. Okay. So just don't fall in the trap. Keep moving forward. Go over the system procedures. And these are the things that should be done. And I reminded the one person's in charge of the, the crew. We need to be doing these 15 minute meetings or whatever, 20 minute meetings on Fridays and going over our procedures and our policies and stuff and just reminders of it and then how we do things on a property and trimming all this type of thing because they started slacking on some of that because they got busy well now we're paying for it and it's costing the company money yeah you can scoot by for a little bit but you yeah. will pay for it eventually yeah. and <laughs> like i said even seasoned veterans pay for it so yeah. stay up on it even when it gets busy you'll pay for it eventually if you don't yeah. but the good news like this is why we have the done for you systems and procedures in the academy because we know you don't have time to like reinvent the wheel and start these all from scratch. And so we want to even put more in there in the academy. Like that's one of our goals is to get even more systems in there because systems are, I mean, I feel stupid saying it, but systems are life, systems are everything. But Everything is a system. It really is. see it and understand it. But once you start looking at it, everything you do is a system of some sort. It really is. So you, stay on it. <laughs> even at home, your personal stuff, you're getting ready for the morning. You probably do the same thing. You get out of bed, brush your teeth, you go whatever, eat uh, breakfast or whatever it is. Yeah. Do things. Well, that might be your little habits, but, but I have to systematically, Scott and I are in our mid forties. I have to <laughs> systematically put things away at home. If my car keys aren't in one of two places, then I can't find them. Mm-hmm. If my AirPods, once again, I have two places where I put them. If they're not in those places, then I can't find them. I have to systemize myself because, well, I'm busy and I'm getting old. And I'm just kind of forgetful. So I have noticed even more and more. I, I definitely purposely systemize my life because like I said, I'm just, I'm busy and I get distracted and I don't know, think about what I'm doing and then I can't find things and then I get mad. So yeah, we have a lot going on. So <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, but no, just keep on it guys and, and keep moving forward. And, you'll and if you want some of these done for you systems, check out the Academy. Anything and everything that we use, uh, we put in there. So even if we end up developing some new systems here as we work uh, with your dad, we'll we'll throw them in there. We're going to be updating the uh, morning procedure a little bit just because some of the things have changed a little bit since we did it years ago. So we're just going to just make some minor changes to it. But Yeah, we'll get it thrown in there. But at least it's somewhere to start. Already done for you. Do it dirty. Get it started. So Yep. I got some questions for me. All right. What's something weird that you recommend everyone tries at least once? Something weird. Like normal people weird or like my version of weird? I'm weird. Go here, weird. Uh, I don't know. I'll think about it. I mean, yeah. that's one. Would you rather face a fork in the road or be forced to pick between three doors? kind of don't understand this. I'd pick a fork in the road, okay. uh, I guess. I like to go on road trips, and so I guess. You should take the road to at least travel. Yeah, well, and like before we had kids, you and I would just like go driving around just like for fun, even if we didn't know where we were, just because we don't mind just wandering around and getting lost. So, okay. All right. Do you have a signature move or quirk that people notice or comment on? Um, people tell me I'm weird <laughs> often. But I don't have any like ticks or quirks, I don't think, do you? I think of anything. People comment all the time that I am very straightforward and I'm pretty blunt. Like, yeah. and some people like that and some don't. So, yeah. um, I've had more than one person tell me that I don't do it to be rude. It's just the only way I know how to communicate. So yeah, that, and I think because people think they know you all the time. Oh, that's not a quirk. I just I have like the most average face I think maybe <laughs> in the whole world because literally everywhere I go, people think they know me. It 
I think so. Like, if you just melt, melt them together, here's what you get. Because no matter where I go, people think I, they know me. So something weird. Yeah, what is something weird that you recommend everyone tries at least once? I can't think of anything. Have I done anything weird? Today, or? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I've eaten insects. Does that count as weird? Sure. I don't. I don't know if I recommend trying it. They are crunchy, so. um <laughs> covered. Yeah, the crickets. Should everybody try that once? if you want to eat bugs the things i do i don't think they're weird and so that's why i'm having a little bit of a hard time like you and i have gone backpacking into like the mountains where there's bears that could eat you and i like it and i would recommend people try it but i don't know that it's weird i don't think it's weird well because you like it too but there are other people that would be like no way crazy people why would you do that so it's a little hard because i don't think the things that i do are weird but there could be other people that think they are I'm sorry, I really buggered up these questions. I didn't <laughs> have very good answers. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today and hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 